0: Today is Monday, June 12th, 2017. This is episode 41 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. with your hosts, Gladys and Shinder. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio, my name is Flatus. With me, this host... I got nothing for you. <laughs> I had nothing. I, it's the last May before Stormblood. Oh no, I did have something for you. Uh, 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 got it. This host, Shinter, is also known as the Silent Storm. <laughs> That's your nickname, the Silent Storm. Whoosh. Bloop. The bloop is good. Yeah. Well, I I somehow feel like we need to make you a ninja called the Silent Storm. Nah, I have to make a toad rogue called the Whispering Toad. No.
1: I got nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to Maelstrom Radio. Yeah. High, high level. Where everything's made up and the voices don't matter. Uh, oh well, <laughs> that kind of does happen. No, that matters actually. That's <laughs> how we how we do things. Anyway, we don't have a lot. To, we don't have a lot today. Guess we should get into some you things. Know. Unfortunately, the live letter is tomorrow. Yeah. Which. All right. Well, let's. I, we'll get into that first. We had uh, had an inch. We had an interesting week in our memories. I think. I didn't put it in there, but I'm going to talk about it because I remember it. <laughs> so, uh, one thing, th- this last week, we got, had just so much love from from the community. I don't even know where it's all coming from, but I appreciate it. And so does Shin, because <laughs> uh, with people telling us, like Kane Thorbreaker uh, telling us that he's gone back, he's like slamming and listening through all of our episodes, which baffles me. Some of those were not. I apologize <laughs> Some of those were not our best. Some of them top tier comedy. Some of them super informative. Probably old. And that now. one
1: episode we'll never talk about because it
0: was just so bad. Oh god, that one. And then, and then I had somebody in. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I don't. I didn't get your name. I should have wrote it down. But uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't because I don't want people be harassing you on our server. Uh, but, uh, had somebody come up to me, like, I saw them dancing around my character, and they whispered to me, and they said, hey, I really enjoy your show, and they ran away, and I, like, wanted to talk. Listen, so, let me tell you this right now. If you're on our server, and you see Shin and I's characters, and you want to come up and whisper us and talk to us, don't be afraid. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't think, like, oh, shit, the guys, like, you come talk, come talk to us. Like, we're, we're nice people, we're not assholes. I play an asshole on the internet. But even though our game is nah. on the internet, I'm I'm really a night, generally. <laughs> I
1: mean, I got a tell the other day. I think this was last night uh, when we were waiting to do Palace of the Dead. And all it was was, hey, I got some male shorts. Do you want them?
0: <laughs> Someone can send that tell. You can come and say hi. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to make a joke for us. Like, maybe he was, like, he was listening, waiting to hear, to see if he would tell him that story. And he's like, he said it. shout shit. out to that person. Yeah, I guess. Hey, thanks. Yeah. It was also, a good story. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Also, it made yeah. us laugh for like a few minutes <laughs> in Discord, too. It's
0: pretty great. It's pretty great. Uh, also, I want to shout out to Leo and Canna, uh, who listened to us and joined the FC. They were just like, hey, they sent in applications. And they're like, hey, we listened to the show, and uh, they're husband and wife, and they're like, hey, we want to join and hang out with you guys. So I was like, okay. So, Thank you, I, I I still flabbergasted by all the outpour of like just how awesome this community is and like it's I, like there's some days where Shin is like I like, Shinn and I are both like, I don't know if we're doing good and then people are like, we love you and we're like, are we still doing good? <laughs> is everything we know a lie? Well, yeah. yes, but that's besides the point. Oh, okay, good. Thought I had to be hospitalized. Um, Alright, so let's get into what little news there is, and it's not very much. I'm just putting this out as a reminder. Tomorrow is the live letter from E3 Live. It's both in English and Japanese. It will be at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time, which is... So if you watch at 4.30, so it's 5 o'clock Pacific for our normal 8 o'clock time, guess what? You guessed it, 7.30 start time for the live letter on the East Coast. Uh, So what does that mean? That means I will be... Doing a live commentary here on Twitch. Um, I'll probably have like Final Fantasy fourteen like up on the screen, but I'll be watching and probably have the audio pumping of the, the thing. That's fine. Come hang out. Um, Shin probably will be here. If he's not here like on time, he might be like a few minutes late. He's, he'll probably show up. We'll probably discuss it. We may have a few of our other fr- friends from the FC maybe. Uh, coming in there and chatting with us about some of the Live Letter stuff. So, who knows?
1: Or if you're interested, by all means, come and join.
0: Oh, yeah. We it's... have a public
1: Discord server just for that reason.
0: Yeah, so it's open conversation. So, if you want to come and hop on and discuss uh, what's happening with the Live Letter, by all means, come and talk with us. That being said... going uh, I was going oh, to say, after our show... <laughs> The Sony conference is going to go live, and uh, we're going to stop the stream so I can stop the recording and everything. And then Shin, will, Shin and I will be right back up, and we'll be doing a live commentary on the Sony conference. So that's rather going to be a great conference or a comedy comedy shit fest. So we'll see. Or both. Oh uh, Yeah, because if, if we watched Bethesda last night, it was too late. But if that was on during our normal hours and we stream that one bethesda would have gotten a slapping from me because that was a terrible conference uh it was essentially just a, a a video like just one long video and and showing off skyrim stuff again like they're they're milking the hell out of skyrim shit as much as they can get out of it I always question why it's even on the switch uh I, oh, they were showing off the movement system like with the and I was like, look, you can shoot But I'm like, nobody wanted to do that on Wii <laughs> with fucking Legend of Zelda. Nobody wants to do it now <laughs> with Skyrim. I don't care what game it is. Nobody wants to do it. <laughs> just saying. All right. Well, I think this is enough of me bashing Bethesda. I, I do have one other piece of news that I kind of just want to throw out there.
1: Surprise. Uh, no, this is the... The recently it was the one year anniversary for uh, the FC Roll Hyperion which is uh, the FC that LunaVox uh, Phoenix Town Radio uh, leads guess leads is the right word uh, so they had a masquerade ball this past Sunday which had a pretty big attendance from some of the pictures out on Twitter there so huge congrats to them and uh, I hope to see some more stuff going on there
0: yeah that's. Uh, I remember she started it right before i think a few months before FanFest, and i think got like just the community started rolling and it's great it's, it's amazing that she was able to pull uh rp from a server that's not known for rp so i mean hats off to you because i'm not doing it on fan friends <laughs> but i listen i'm totally excited that we have the amount of people coming into our, our FC uh so to 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 start any sort of community like that, be it a like a role play uh, FC or whatever Gerda Gang is, <laughs> um, a general FC, we play roles. Yeah, <laughs> let's not let's not dive into that. All right, let's talk about let's talk about everything else. We every other show, every other podcasts youtubers z- 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 something what else do what else is there twitch streamers they're all talking streamers. about streamers in general, yeah, I guess there's more than one platform we're dominating on zero <laughs> i right, listen we can it's we it. we can snatch mixer <laughs> we can do real well on mixer. Did you see the guys who created Mixer, who own it? I saw a picture of them, and I was like, "Shin and I are probably both older than these guys." Yeah, it's it's kind of scary at times. A little bit. All right. Well, anyway, let's let's the, the, we're going to talk about not class stuff. This is all the other stuff, like everyone's else.
1: been so focused on like salt and class changes and jump potions.
0: Yes, which pretty much all this boils down to salt. But there was a lot of great questions asked by people who did interviews with uh, UFCP when they were out at the media tours. And I think a lot of this stuff is really important for, I think, the community to know. Because I think it answers a lot of questions. I think the stuff that people should be focusing on and talking about is are these changes. like Class changes come every expansion or come in the middle of a, of a patch. That stuff will get fixed. If it's broken, they'll fix it. This is the stuff I think we should be talking about. Like, let's start off right with PVE. And we're gonna start with right with number one. Demand for four-man Savage content has been conveyed to Yoshi P at a great rate recently. He wants to incorporate this feedback into the design of the new deep dungeon, perhaps by making the more, uh, making the the floors more difficult, uh, more uh, by making the more difficult floors readily available. As opposed to locked behind a time-consuming climb as in the current one the new deep dungeon is planned to include new objectives and mechanics that is something shin and i have been talking about about things you could do with deep dungeon and that's a good to me that's great
1: particularly with the new mechanics and new objectives like that's something that i think deep dungeons could really do well on is that introduce some new forms of gameplay whether it's puzzles or skill challenges or some other way of advancing through this content and allow them to kind of test in a controlled environment if players like it or not yeah like if you could go back to even like the the early early roots of final fantasy there's lots of puzzles in there and Puzzles and MMOs don't tend to work in general, but if you could put it into something like the Deep Dungeon and try different iterations, see what sticks, see what works, see what doesn't. We've already seen examples of that with Diadem. Diadem's gone through a couple iterations, and they're still not completely happy with it. We're going to get Eureka, which is, I guess, the next evolution of what Diadem was originally designed as. So why not do this a lot faster on a much smaller scale with Deep Dungeon?
0: Yeah, it it'll give that uh, what's the word I'm looking for that fix for the Final Fantasy fans like that want something more. Um, it also uh, Deep Dungeon. I can't remember what the name of it is in Final Fantasy Eleven. Deep Dungeon is something similar to a uh, piece of content in Levin. Um, and what a lot of people said like, how come this doesn't have some of the those concepts that they had in their old MMO? Like it had objectives on certain floors, and, and I'm glad to see that they're breaking it up. I think. What we'll see is that uh, like the Halloween event that I think that sometimes you see MMOs test things in weird ways. Like the Halloween event was a good way to test mechanics in a four person cooperative uh, piece of content that was in a holiday event. So it it didn't the community didn't question why this was here. It was just fun to do. And they wanted to maybe see what some sort of the objectives would that would work. I guarantee that they'll they'll start pushing some of that new objective-based content through here. And who knows, some of that may be popping out of Deep Dungeon into other content we see. Um, yeah, and even throughout
1: all the Final Fantasy series,
0: they've had various iterations of this sort of,
1: not necessarily maybe a cave, but they have had this sort of style. I like that in my experience, not having played Final Fantasy series, um, my experience from this would be Lufia too, which, love that game. And it had the ancient cave, which was, again, I think it was 100 floors of randomly generated content that was different every single time you went into it.
0: I'm looking up. So K2. I keep
1: sat- Have you not played that?
0: No, I haven't.
1: It's a lovely, I'm pretty sure it's a JRPG classic. It's definitely JRPG style.
0: It is. It's, and it's the older... Um older jrp kind of style where the instead of being like the final Fantasy, oh, yeah. where the the classes were on the right hand side it's they're all on the bottom so it's very very like earthbound uh style yeah. I, dude i may need a listen i'm not gonna say that i would get a uh a shmimulator That's <laughs> and, a beautiful beautiful game and shmimulate this on stream but <laughs> i also like the word shmimulate <laughs>
1: Like it it is a fairly older game and it has all those sorts of mechanics that people are looking for. Um, It's challenging. Like you're you can't beat it on the first time that you visit, you're going to get some stuff. You're going to find some things and head out. And then when you keep going down and further and further, it gets harder and harder. You get more chances to die, more chances of that better stuff, but it's much, much harder. And then like just slowly as you go more and more down, like if you die, you're gone. You have to start over at floor 1 again.
0: Like one of the four main characters is a lady, but she's she's not wearing shoes and or like pants really, but she's got a cool is dragon shirt one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's been a long time since I played that game, but it holds a special place. I'm I'm like lo- it looks it looks dope a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to try it out. It it is amazing. We can probably talk about this after after the E3 conference, but we should yeah. probably go on to our next thing because I could go on for a bit.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh ethis i'm and i forgot uh, nova chrysalis uh, the, are the ones that asked uh and dengeki uh are the ones that brought up the uh, four man savage content uh i, I want to i'm going to give credit to the people asking these questions or getting this information uh ethis asher uh, uh, uh pointed out uh the sightseeing scene log uh i guess brought up sightseeing scene logs with the yoshi and the sightseeing scene log will include 45 new sites at launch but there's also a hard mode version planned for 4.x I don't know what hard mode sightseeing is. <laughs> is, like, extreme sightseeing. I'm kind of excited to
1: see what hard mode sightseeing will be. Like, is not that hard right now, and, like, yes, it's a thing there, no, we haven't completed it,
0: but it's interesting. It is, and it's actually a really good way to get lore, and I I feel bad not doing it, but I, because I know Romerborn's got a little bit of jump puzzles, um, so probably during my downtime in Stormblood when there's as I play through and I catch up to things and I'm in a, like a bit of a lull. I do have tons of content I can go back and finish. I am not a completionist in whatsoever point ever, but I I'll, I may go back and do do the sightseeing log. And Eventually. Actually. Yeah, because there's paintings and stuff we can get and we can, you know, fill our house with less pictures of Hildebrand. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> More pictures of Hildebrand. Uh, all right, so uh, from MMORPG, uh, cross-world friends list and link shells again confirmed to be in the works, uh, and then uh, more worldless systems plan. Uh, they're considering cross-world FCs by uh, for an Avalon Star brought that up. So this is something that's really interesting because um, I know a lot of you out there are like. I, have to, I would have to start the game over, or I want to come play with you guys, and I, I, but I don't have the money to leave my server, or, and stuff like And We get that. Like it's, it's money. We're asking a big get to have you guys come join us. We get that.
1: And we have had people that decide they're just going to come over to our server, and we've had at least one person just transfer their whole thing over. We've had a few people just create new
0: characters just to come say hi. Yeah, so... If that's the case we want to i mean i hope this does come out soon i would love for a lot of people that are willing to not have to deal with server hopping or paying to hop a server or even have to buy a jump potion or whatever the situation is to come play with us um my guess is it's not well it's for sure not going to come out with
1: 4.0 they haven't announced it it's a big feature if they were talking about releasing it for 4.0 we would have known by now yeah so my guess is it's definitely a 4.x
0: release it's definitely 4.x um all right fc crafting update in 4.1 so yeah for sure 4.1 is really going to be where crafting is really going to see its update uh nova chrysalis is the one that brought that up uh my com- <laughs> uh my comment uh somebody i think i read it uh, the question is about personal airships or aerial combat that was mentioned as an idea before heaven's word yoshi basically says no comment yet but we're we have something coming soon We know submarines are coming to FC crafting, but could there be more? Oh, are we getting FC subs?
1: (laughs) I can see it considering that we're doing underwater content and they're kind of pushing that for this expansion. Like basically similar to airships. We just build subs and then kind of let them go. It really will come down to is, is there going to be any real benefit from these? Like The airships really aren't that useful at this point. Uh, apart from, there's a couple things that they can harvest that you can't get anywhere else. Yep. So it'll, it like they could add another thing like, hey, here's a submarine, go and craft that with your FC. But if it doesn't provide any value, we'll have to see how that kind of plays out.
0: Yeah, and if if uh, you know if Donk wants to be a world class champion and craft his submarines, the first one's called the Nautilus, and then the second one's called the Donk. <laughs> we can call the first one the Donk, and the next the second one the Nautilus. I'm kind of worried about a submarine called the Donk. (laughs) The Donk has has docked back at your basement. (laughs) The Donk has returned from its trip. All right. uh... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, New Aquapolis again confirmed to be coming with patch 4.0. I am excited. More troll. Oh, I cannot wait. More Aquapolis. Give me all the Aquapolis I can handle. Love it. Great way to make a great way to make gil, great way to sell things, awesome time for everybody involved. Minions, lots of good minions. Yeah, free minions. I always look a good minion. All right, so the Stormblood story is split into 50, uh, about 50 50 between Authored and All which is really good to know. Um, I was a little worried that it was going to be very little Alamigo, more about Authored and the uh, Domin uh, crisis. And very little about Alamigo. Ill team Doma. I know. <laughs> but I... I, it, I am... I don't know how to... I, like I'm all for going to Author and going to Doma because of uh, what's going on over there. And kind of like I do like some of the like the characters that are going on. But I really, really am interested about Alamigo. Because Alamigo, we don't really know anything about. Other than, you know lease and 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 Rabon was from there and like but i would i'm interested to see what's going down there like it's very much the middle east and then then out east far east so i don't know and
1: what's other also that's really interesting here is that uh the media tour wasn't allowed to go to a lot of these places because of spoilers so like what are we going to go in and see as soon as we get into alamico Al- 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 or these d- other areas that's going to be just that spoilers like yeah, it, what it, will it, we see when we suddenly get into Amigo? that will effectively like it's going to be one of those wow.
0: Yeah, and I, I would hope so. That's like architecture, that's anything. Anything could be a spoiler. So that's pretty crazy. Um uh there might be a few more percentage points uh in Alamigo actually. Oh, that's all right. All right, get a little more all, like I said Amigo is something we don't know a whole lot about, so a little more percentage points in Alamigo would be nice, because uh, that was my my main concern.
1: The other thing with this, too, is we know we're going to go to Doma as well and the rest of Authored, too. So especially with 4.0, I think there's going to be a lot of focus around Alamigo, freeing Alamigo, or whatever we can do with them. And then also some things with Authored and Doma, but the 4.1 and further stories are probably going to focus more around authored as opposed to alamigo like that story should probably wrap up mostly i would guess in 4.0 yeah so we'll have a bunch of stuff that we have to do still in the rest of authored and then as well working from 4.0 towards 5.0 um which we have no idea what's kind of coming at this point
0: point. and i have a feeling it's gonna be between both places like i have a feeling we'll travel a lot between both alamigo and authored um yeah it's gonna be interesting. Uh, to say the least uh uh let's see there's a uh there was a significant part of the locks map the area that features Almigo that people are at the media tour were not allowed to access oh, okay that's the spoiler part that shouldn't cover it. i apologize um sort uh s- sorry <laughs> i should i should have had you highlight that or something uh some sort of spectator mode uh for pve raids again confirmed to be coming in the near future will be more involved than just spectating that is super interesting. What do you mean more involved than just spectating? Like, are they going to be able to, like, drop stuff for us? I'm not
1: sure. Like, I could see if I wanted to do PvP and spectate that, but why would I want to spectate a
0: PvE raid? But the the thing is, I mean, I get it. Like, well, I could see maybe, like, for streamers or, like, YouTube content creators or even, like, if we wanted to get into the, uh, like, how we beat a boss and we had somebody filming... Like the raid from a, like a different like over the over the map. That's true. Yeah. Like that would be that's real like that's really handy for like like the people like how to like guide creators which we are not, but if we wanted to record it, <laughs> we are not guide creators.
1: Prompto class confirmed.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh no, it's coming full circle finally um but I, I the the part that really interests me will be more involved than just spectating does that mean they could drop like the the like can they tag mobs and like drop the ad abcd uh like on the floors and stuff like instead of having someone do it in the party they can handle that stuff like like that to me is an almost that'd invaluable yeah. that'd be like really like, cool. it'd
1: be kind of introducing you and leading that raid for you right like Hey, I've done this before and I want to kind of walk you guys through this. I'll spectate and kind of show you what's what, and you guys actually do it. That would be, be good for like a. Or awesome. Actually, it, it would be also really interesting to see this could be something not only just PVE raids, but maybe even the mentor system could be applied. Oh. Where the mentor goes in as a spectator and spectates the group of new players that go through and kind of helps them as they go.
0: Listen, that. I'm a little excited about that now. <laughs> like like think about it cuz we have a lot of people in our FC that are like have never raided that want to raid and it, it For us, like, me as an FC leader, like, for me, I could say, like, all right, well, there's a group of people that I know would be able to, like, raid right off the bat. But to, like, take people in there and have you or I spectate and have them, like, go through the content, I can say, like, all right, you want to position here and do that. Don't worry about, like, marking stuff. I'll take care of that. This is where you guys want to stand. And I can kind of spectate and say, all right, this is where you're messing up. This is And have them, like... That's so invaluable, like to actually help people better themselves as raiders and learn harder content, dude. That's such a cool tool. Like, if that's what it's going to be, I'm actually really excited about that. I've never get, I very get like rarely, rarely get pumped about FC tools, but I, I can use that as an FC tool. So good. You mean because we don't have any FC tools? Yes, I know. <laughs> Please give me some. <clears throat> All right. The, the final <laughs> the final battle uh, of Omega will be visually as impressive as T13 Bahamut. Yoshi P hints at something especially impressive for the Savage version. So there there's that hint of Savage and and regular getting something a little bit slightly different, like which is great. It, it, it makes people want to go do the Savage content because there is going to be a little change in the story. I'm down.
1: I'm curious to see what Bahamut's like because we haven't hit that yet. We're we're a little behind. We haven't hit the Bahama yet. And Alexander was cool, but it wasn't really that visually impressive. No.
0: Yeah, no. Normal. Normal mode, at least. Normal. Yeah. It was was
1: was nice. It was neat to watch and to see as we went through it. The music was fantastic. Entire thing of music fantastic.
0: Music's fantastic. The music's fantastic. Um, no, yeah, I'm excited. Still waiting for Slave as Flatus wants to make money. Oh, jeez, Paul Metal in chat. Uh, yeah, we that, that happened last night. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> super Savage slash Beyond Savage content and odd number patches reward bragging rights of more than a title. There's going to be loot, which is really good. That's how it should be. Um, High end versions of raids we've already seen. So. I'm thinking there would be, and I and I and I'm going to be a madman for even saving this, but I think there's going to be like, well, Ozma, I think for sure, and that would be interesting. I would love to go do like a like a super savage version of Ozma, just because I would want just to see it. I know it's going to be really tough, but I really like Ozma, so seeing a, a higher end version of Ozma, it could just be <laughs> the same version of Ozma
1: except with eight people instead of twenty-four. I don't know. That would be pretty savage. That.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Paul Metalchat burn him. <laughs> Me or Ozma? Oh, Probably. Mm, that's unfortunate. I kinda like doing this. <laughs> I don't want to die it. Um Alright, so high versions of raids will be already seen. Uh will not be a full raid tier. Will be one battle, difficulty similar to second coil savage, same designer as second coil savage. My, uh, I've speculated before that this will be, uh, old 124 man. So this is, uh, whoever wrote this on, uh, on Reddit, giving their speculation. Uh, but, they're not wrong. Like, I mean, we've, we, they discussed, like, Savage Ozma at FanFest and, like, how it would be designed, and, like, it would be different from Ozma itself. Um... <laughs> Alright, apparently, Paul Metals got PTSD from Ozma. <laughs> <clears throat> what was that bad? The bad guy or the bad the the, the villain in um, Emperor's New Groove? Is it Yasma? <laughs> Yasma? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was making a Lion King reference in chat. Ozma. Awesome. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, all right. Alright, so the current plan is that on uh did we do that no the we current plan uh, <clears throat> the current plan is the odd number patches uh will have one dungeon <laughs> I, I, we we definitely didn't really touch talk we did a little bit with fusion but not maybe too much and I think well he couldn't really talk about it because he didn't really talk about it there but uh odd number patches will have one dungeon and something uh some other new content well even numbered patches will have two new dungeons. And a quality of life improvements, which I'm okay with. Uh, Now, I'm not going to read this guy's comment, because I think, I mean, that's his opinion. I think you want our opinion. And my opinion is, okay. I'm okay with this for a lot of reasons. Um, Dungeons add new content, yes. But dungeons also can run very stale very quickly. Um... If you're gonna add something where it's like, all right, here's some new content for sixty to seventy, that's fun, that breaks the norm a little bit, and and isn't isn't Vermilion, as I hope they learned. I hope they learned the backlash from Vermilion and said, all right, we get that, we don't do that again. Well, that's the same thing though too. Like
1: they have to be trying all these different new forms of content. So they tried Vermilion and we don't talk about that one anymore they tried diadem and it didn't go so well they tried diadem 2.0 they're trying eureka they're trying deep dungeons they're trying new deep dungeons because the first one went so well like they're trying all these new things to try to see what players want that's new because really at this point there's not a lot of um Innovation in MMOs. They often go for the same tried and true format that every single game does. And each of them has their own little niche specialty that they or try that's different. But overall, most of them are very, very, uh, theme park is overused, but they are very similar in that aspect. Um, and some of the ones that maybe go a little too far in their innovating don't end up seeing the light of day. I can see that it breaks.
0: Oh. 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 oh, 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 oh. oh the Southpaw from Shin. Ah, <laughs> uh, I just threw the haymaker out at Daybreak.
1: <laughs> Still a little bit disappointed there.
0: Uh I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I, you, honestly, you're really not. In, in, I mean, for any game, any that's out there, it's hard to innovate. Like... Here, for example, and I'll use World of Warcraft, and I know a lot of people may not always like me using World of Warcraft, but it's what I know, so I'll talk about it. It's like, if Shin uses EQ2, it's what he knows, so we'll t- I like, not to say I don't know other MMOs, but other MMOs very rarely try new things. Like, I can't say, oh, well, let me talk about Rift, because Rift's doing this new thing. They're not doing a new, th- they did Rift. This is kind of a live event sort of thing. Like Rift, did. they were one of the first groups that tried that sort of they thing. Did. And a lot of the other games copied it because it worked yeah. really, really well. I mean, not to say the Fate system wasn't in 1.0, uh, but Rift was doing it first, but they got really repetitive really quick. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, even Guild Wars 2 had a live event style system, which was
1: really, really interesting at first. Like you would do this part here, and if it did, you can go to the second stage and go to the next bit. Again, it eventually got stale. It didn't get updated so well. And it kind of got neglected overall mm-hmm. at least in my experience i haven't played
0: since the first uh, year or so i either mean i mean i don't know what's going on over there it's all weird over in the guild wars 2 world beautiful game but i they did a lot of things where i was like they're just hiding numbers with the fill-up bars I'm, I'm smart i don't know <laughs> like people are like oh they're cool these quests are so different and new how are they different and new Oh uh, yeah cuz you I mean no you get, you still got to collect like 12 things. It just you, there's no number. That's it's all a mind game.
1: <laughs> I mean you can also look at some of the other games that are around that era too like Ion was one of the first at least that I'm aware of that introduced some sort of flying system or aerial combat. Uh, yeah. we had Lineage 2 around there which did huge massive open world PvP battles um, which I think that was also one of the the first ones that did
0: open world pvp on that sort of scale like
1: they had sieges going on
0: yeah uh, uh, dark dark age of the camelot did massive pvp battles a mounted combat as well of all things um yep i mean tons just go down a list really uh well actually, yeah, there's all these that have like kind of that niche one thing that they did and they did it really really well I will I will say before rift actually ever did their 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 and Guild Wars 2 before they did their thing Warhammer online did uh, had the active system like that where the open quest changed, evolved and actually I haven't seen it done better <laughs> let me put it I and I have to give them so I, I really I mean of course EA was managing that game so of course it went to the wayside real quick. But um, their their uh, their active time event or whatever they were like party or like open quests or whatever they were they were really fun and like really interesting. Like, I remember the first one on the orc side because the orcs were hilarious. You did this quest where you launch yourself off a catap- uh, catapult like launch and it launched you across the map. It was fantastic. That was a lot of fun. You d- went through the door fortress and you got out and there was a, a, a giant outside and. You found, uh, like, you kept feeding him ale barrels until he got drunk enough to carry a bomb to the front door of the dwarf fortress to blow it up so you can get inside. It was phenomenal. And I was like, that is so much fun. And they were, like, they were really well scripted and really well, like, voice acted. And I was like, this is fun. And I was like, and no game has done it like that. <laughs> so.
1: And then, like. You can also go into like housing. One of the best games that I've seen housing done, and it's one of the first that I know of. But it might not be the actual first. EverQuest Two has an amazing housing system. Oh, they do! They I, really do. I've never seen something that has competed with that system so far. Um, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings Online has an awesome music system that I also have not never seen replicated. It's a huge thing for fluff, but it is so awesome.
0: Yeah. It, it, I mean, these are the things I mean EQ is EQ EQT you can write in books like you can write full stories. In books? Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Books, yeah. Yeah. Create books. Yeah books Yeah, so like the, the like shouldn't I often say like it's interesting when MMOs create new content Because you could end up and I and when I say this I'm not I'm, t- I'm taking a jab at Warcraft but it you have to understand like I played it for 12 years so when I say this Blizzard got really smart about how to take their product repackage it, and then shine a different light on it and feed it to you. And you're like, this is all new content. And you get into it and you start to realize that it's not so much all new content. It's just Blizzard has figured out how to replicate their content in a different way.
1: To be fair, though, they did do a lot of innovations within the MMOs as well. They added yes. that whole mission garrison system, which, to be fair, didn't do well at first, but they did eventually evolve into something that went very, very well.
0: Yes, the, the new... I forget what it's called now the the hub the class class hub <clears throat> for like all the work that's really cool like it, it, granted yeah we have to make you have to crack a few eggs until you know you, you start getting it right um so was diatom 1.0 great no was diatom 2.0 better sure is eureka the like their third chance to really get it right yes absolutely and they can really but if they're going to make a whole content worth of that like a zone worth of that content I mean, that's your chance, that's your playground. Like, that is your chance to really shine on this. Um, I'm excited. Like, I when 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 Yoshi P touts, like, I'm going to create something that no MMO has ever seen before, please do. Try me, bro. <laughs> it's played a lot.
1: MMOs have tried many things over the years, so I, like, even Final Fantasy is not the first game that I've seen where you can pick up all of the classes at once. It's not. Yeah, you're right. So, and, like... Every game builds on predecessors or content that others have done. Uh, So seeing something with brand new content, like I I think Deep Dungeon was fairly uh, unique to Final Fantasy. I can't think of another game that has some sort of randomized dungeon generator.
0: I can't think of that either. That's, I mean, that's new to me. They they have come up with new
1: unique content for Final Fantasy. So we'll see what ideas they're bringing in next.
0: Yeah. And if... if... (laughs) I know a lot. I don't want to sound like we're the two guys that are like, "Yeah, go square," <laughs> but I, I try. You know, like as soon as they screw up, we will call them on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we've done that before. Um, but I'm all for it. Like, like surprise. Like what we want is to be surprised, and that's what we want out out of any of this. Um, all right, we got happily uh, <laughs> surprised. We got roughly 15 minutes uh, uh, to. Go through the pvp changes and some of the questions that they asked about pvp uh, uh did i give credit for the last one that was also mmorpg for the uh the patch changes um i think i missed a couple earlier there was uh, a few topics on there from mogtalk yeah mogtalk frosty and layla uh so uh, Mog to- actually i think mogtalk's interview with HP was yet again really good uh um so go check it out Mog talk's Ask something hard, hard, awesome questions. We would just ask about FCs until they got changed, <laughs> and then we pick something else. One thing about how that that change next. Uh, all right, so new PVP mode was initially aimed for four point oh five, but it took too long to develop, so it's planned for the release in four point one instead. I'm okay with that. I'm never one to rush things. Release it early if it's not done. Let it cook. Um, I, I, I know a lot of people get bummed about like games not coming out on time, but if it's not ready to come out, don't release it. Cause I'd rather it take an extra two, three, six months, whatever it needs to be done and complete and nice and versus, Oh, we got it out, but it's not, it's not what it could have been. And we're going to have to fix it in 4.1. That's not what I want. Cause then it off, it puts people away from it. It puts people off from wanting to do it. Don't want that. I hope it's not Blitzball. I know a lot of people want Blitzball. I want Blitzball. I just don't want it to be Blitzball. I know it's very, very ironic and hypocritical, <laughs> to say, but I don't want the first thing people are like, yeah, PvP, and it's Blitzball. <laughs> like, I want I want them to do something really cool. But I guess... Well, we know that it's going to be a large-scale battle between two
1: teams. And it doesn't map into frontlines or a Feast.
0: <sighs> I mean, two teams, that sounds like Blitzball. <laughs> although large scale is not blitzball large scale blitzball was i think was like five uh five v five It's kind of like a basketball game but soccer water yeah it's much smaller soccer, water soccer. i'd love like a capture the flag it's yeah kind of cool F- capture the moogle maybe capture the cactar
1: i like capture the moogle because you can never find the stupid thing
0: uh. <laughs> or you know we can play find the lala Did, did I break you? <laughs> just so many little shenanigans. What can he be? Where can he be next? Like he's a little drunk lala. Just <laughs> you just find him in a hay bale, some place, little bottle.
1: Actually, that'd be kind of interesting if you had like one player on the team go and hide somewhere, and the other team has to find them.
0: Like a massive hide and go seek. Yeah, but PvP enabled. So So you you have to protect your one player. Oh, that'd be awesome! Hide- I don't know how you- I don't even know what you would call that. Protect the Bounty? I think it's Protect the Bounty.
1: I like Hide the Lala, but...
0: Hot Potato? I mean... We're not tossing it, so I guess it's not really Hot Potato.
1: I'm going to continue because the next one is still related. It's going to involve (laughs) mechs and weapons
0: and something about a certain raid boss. Maybe we have to form Voltron? Brute justice was mentioned. Oh, can we? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We need to control one part of the mech. This may be the great- together. no, no, hold on. This may be single-handedly the greatest PvP match ever created in any MMO. This If this is new content, I'm all in. Are you telling me that we can drive mechs <laughs> in an MMO that's not, like, an MMO about mechs? I'm all in. Are you telling me I can, like, stomp on people, like, from above and shoot, like, do mech stuff?
1: Like, anything with siege weaponry just sounds awesome. Oh, I would love to have like the Guild Wars two esque open world PvP, like o- persistent open world PvP. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, sweet mercy! That's pretty got me all excited about that. Oh man, I want it? All right. <laughs> I think we've already we've already
1: touched on this one. That uh, PvP is going to be available from level thirty, including the free trial. Uh, so you'll be able
0: to do at least the first oh. of those. That's 30 not, to that's actually like really cool that's really cool because that'll populate pvp at least from 30 to 35 a lot
1: and what's really cool is they're not allowing free trials to do ranked so the ranked matches are still going to be between paying players and if you're interested in that it's just another reason for you to update or
0: Absolutely. upgrade yeah that's pretty great um let's see uh P- oh the big one. This is the big one. PvP. This is fantastic. PvP will grant XP for your class in PvE from level 30 all the way to 70. That is phenomenal. That is such a great change. Um, like I said, I have friends who will, in a heartbeat, come to play this game if they can level through PvP. I mean, they'll still they'll, they'll skip story, they'll pay the 20, but they don't get like I said, they don't care about story. But you know what? If they can fill the gaps in, like, if they could just level and just go do the story and, like, skip through it quickly without having to pay for the thing, they'll do that. Because that, that's not going to stop them. They'll just want a PvP. Um, so, good job. Like, that is such a, like, that is a fantastic change. Like, I'm so glad that PvP is getting love in the right way. I know a lot of people are like against like the hot bars and stuff, but like, guys, you have to understand like, this is these are really great changes. Like, WoW has leveling through PvP. That's not there, there should be no instance where you can't level through the, the one aspect of the game you like playing a lot or you want to play. Like,
1: I don't know. yeah, so there's gonna, still going to be a lot that players leveling through PvP won't be able to do because a lot of the content is gated behind main story quests. Yeah. Like, there are a number of dungeons, there are a number of side quests, even, that you have to get to a certain point in the main storyline before you can continue on. Yes. Yes.
0: But you'll be able to play PvP, you just won't be able to do anything outside the, the, the... So, like, if you just right. wanted to... But PvP, if your friends are going
1: to do a raid, or your friends
0: are out doing dungeons and stuff,
1: you're not going to be able to join them until you actually catch up to them in that.
0: Yeah, uh, so, that it's, I mean, if if I were you and you were me, and you didn't really like the story, I'd probably level to whatever level you're comfortable with or at least 50 your first go around and then push i don't know what the xp gains are and i may try it out and it may be fantastic i don't know what you get per match if if winning gets you more xp or like if it's just a flat rate but if it's anywhere near like deep dungeon and you could do a feast run and you're getting i don't know what we were getting last night like 35 40k xp coming out after 10 floors but if i can just do one run of the feast and get out in three four minutes and i get 40k dp like xp yeah that's a much better leveling route than i don't know but that's just you know theory of crafting so old achievements such as those from the Wolves den will be removed uh to the feast Will be moved to the feast. It seems they plan on removing wolves den completely. Well, I guess that makes sense because I don't think anyone's really playing wolves den. So it would be interesting if they removed wolves den and retooled it, uh, made it a little bit different. Because um, I think the feast is like the new wolves den, but I think the wolves den was interesting because it required people to play one of each class. Like, like it forced people, like, I think that was kind of neat. Like, if they, I think they could re, I think they could take that to the drawing board and do something with it. I just don't know what. And front lines. So, front line rules may, might be put on some sort of rotation, perhaps weekly. I think that's really good. Especially if they add bonuses. I think that would really uh, be nice. Wow does, like, and again, I'm drawing a lot of conclusions to Wow, but Wow's been around for 14 15 years now so wow does uh weekly rotations of their pvp uh maps and you get bonuses for doing them so if they offered wolves den tokens or whatever they're gonna have for bonuses or even bonuses to xp or tomes or whatever that's why not like that incentivizes going to those maps and you know you know it's it's good things and uh Thank you. I'm gonna just just I'm gonna roll off all of these <laughs> folks in one shot. Uh Nova Chrysalis, PlayStation Access, uh, PC Games N, which I've never heard of, but I guess that's a thing. Uh PlayStation Access again. Um, just, I'll skip doubles if I can. Uh 4 gamer, Famitsu, Mog Talk, um, Dengeki, Easy Allies, and and I said four gamers. So. Wow. All right, so that's it. This is it. Uh, We have nothing left until this Friday. Um, Shin, final thoughts. I was going to say, there are some things that you can do
1: uh, for preparing for Stormblood. It is on this Friday that early access starts. So if you're listening and it's still before early access, uh, some things that you probably want to do, start getting your tombstones. Make sure that they are capped. Uh, As far as I remember, lore and scripture are going away in favor of poetics for everything. So if you have all of them capped, you could probably trade them over to poetics for some sort of exchange rate. So you'll just be able to get lots of poetics, which will give you uh, a lot of the gear that you might be waiting for. Uh, Likewise, starting, I believe, today, you want to stop doing any sort of uh, leveling or anything that's going to use your rested experience if you want to level fast in Stormblood. I give it a few days to kind of recover and get your bar full again so that come Friday you can go in with a full bar and start leveling. Uh, I wasn't there for the actual Stormbread Blood prep episode, so I'm kind of blanking on a few of these at this point. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, you probably also want to go through your inventory. Even though we're getting an increase of inventory, you still might want to go through it. Um, take anything that's selling on the market. Sell it. Try to make some money. Try to get your gill up. If you're good on gill... Um, I don't know, like just just kind of manage it may, clear up your bags. Essentially just go through do normal uh MMO prep. Clear out your bags, you're going to get a bunch of new stuff and you're going to be leveling and you don't want to have to sit there and clean out your bags every 5 minutes. It's a pain. I know this. <laughs> um luckily we are getting 10 slots per armory chest uh
1: and 40 new slots in the inventory. So that should help a lot. If you go in with an empty inventory, you should have plenty of space yeah. ready for
0: Stronghold. Um, sell anything that is useless to you. Uh, if you're not gonna keep it, if it's, uh, it's mats, uh, I, I know it's hard because sometimes they use old mats, don't but you don't need it, just sell it. If you want to hoard it, if you have the space to hoard it on a, uh, retainer, by all means, go ahead. If you don't need to, go ahead and sell it, try to make some money off of it. Um, don't, but don't worry about the price, like, if you've got to lower your price to sell it, just, let's sell it, just be rid of it. Don't hoard, don't be a hoarder. <laughs> it starts in mmos and it ends up yeah it, hey <laughs> i got a lot of cool stuff <laughs> a lot of glowy rocks i need i like those rocks uh-huh. <laughs> um let's see what else um you know okay, you know if you're an fc leader like myself you know like maybe start putting the little start sending out the little tendrils of like ooh i know some of you are already like like developing your hardcore raid groups already and like you know godspeed um Shin and i are probably more midcore if anything at the but so we'll i mean i already have like listen i'm you don't think i already set up some sweet you know excel sheets <laughs> i got them set up <laughs> but uh this is your time as an fc leader maybe like start putting out the who's going to be ready what what so you kind of have an idea of like what class people are going to be interested in raiding with and stuff like that so you know what you need may need to look for Uh, maybe going in now so that you know like i need another tank or i'm good on healers and i have backup healers and you know and kind of get an idea of who's going to really want to raid coming that if that's your route um fc leaders too should probably start stocking up on
1: uh xp buffs Uh, Find out most people are probably going to be doing adventuring. You also probably want to take a look at harvesting and gathering and uh, crafting buffs as well. If you have people in your FC, you'll want to do that. Uh, If you don't have two XP buffs going, get reduced rates. We know that they're going to start getting expensive as we're traveling back and forth between the continents. Always helpful to have a little more Gale.
0: That's what I wanted to say. If you, by any chance, are a person who's recruited a friend and you have spare gold chocobo feathers... Do yourself a favor and aetherite tickets. Just go buy as many aetherite tickets as you can. Um, you can buy a stack of 99 for fairly cheap with the golden chocobo uh, feathers. Um, so if you already have the mounts, and we don't know if they're going to be updating the refer friend thing anytime soon, but if they do, cool. But for right now, buy yourself some aetherite tickets. That's pretty cheap. It'll save you save definitely save you a lot of gil. <laughs> um, for a little bit going into the expansion. Uh so you can uh put that towards Kugane housing or uh I'm pretty sure there's probably something else. Uh bags, clean out the bags, clean out the things, uh this I don't know, this week.
1: The um, uh, patch finishes or the sorry, the downtime is expected to finish sometime at 2 a.m. Pacific or 5 a.m. Eastern. Uh so if you can, you probably do want to log on as soon as possible to start patching that client if you happen to be interested in playing. If you are going to try to play as soon as the servers come online, which is going to be crazy as everyone tries to do that, uh, it doesn't come on until 5 a.m. Eastern or 2 a.m. Pacific, therefore you have some time to sleep before. Yeah, probably not a bad idea. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are planning on streaming or playing constantly and trying to just power through all this, please remember to take breaks. Bad. Getting up and walking for like five minutes every hour, every couple hours will make it so much nicer to go through.
0: Yeah, um, that's my that's probably my plan and Shin's plan as well, why we live stream this game. Um, uh, some simple, sh- like just because I've done other MMO launches and stuff. Uh, make yourself healthy, like don't rely on junk food that doesn't help carry your energy, it, it actually actually hurts, it hinders you. I, I don't listen. I can't tell you how to eat or how to live your life. Same with but energy drinks. Yes. Same with, don't judge me. <laughs> uh, uh, but I don't worry. I got I got backups. Um, probably you're looking at like make yourself pre make your pre make your meals just uh, Thursday. Maybe go to the grocery store, pick up stuff to make sandwiches and. Do whatever you need to do, and just leave them in your fridge, ready to go. And I guarantee you'll you'll be so much easier. You have that way, you know. Like I have carrots cut, and I have everything in my fridge. I can snack on that. I don't have to worry. About, like I'm I to order a pizza. Watermelon, watermelon. Yes, for hydration. It's, and it's delicious. It is delicious, and it's so hydrating. It's full of water. It's great. Pineapple, also a great choice. I love pineapple. Are you a fan of delicious flavors? It's delicious,
1: I am. <laughs> I am. especially
0: you can, even, you can even put it on pizza. Yeah, listen, w- Maelstrom Radio lovers of pineapple pizza. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there better be like bacon or something else on there. Don't just come at me. Oh man. yeah, you put other stuff on there too. Just pineapples? No, gotta have a good stuff on. Yeah, I love how people like all of a sudden are like, "Fuck pineapple pizza." Get the fuck out of here! Your pizza. Those people are wrong. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with like. Next time on Maelstrom Radio. Yeah, yeah, Maelstrom Radio. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's it. Like, ha- everybody have fun. Don't be an asshole. Like, I like simple rules. Like, enjoy the the they new LZ, game. Stay hydrated. Yeah. You know, kiss your mom. Tell your lover. Do all that stuff.
1: But not in that way of I will never see you again because I'm just gonna play MMOs all the time and probably die from malnutrition
0: mama life has just begun and with that i think we're uh, ready for storm blend. yeah that's it <laughs> uh sydney well you got anything else Shin. nope all right so we're, we're about almost 80 hours left yeah
1: we're not probably. counting but we're almost 80 hours yeah and 15 minutes it's getting real
0: it is getting real well i'm gonna go ahead so wait so just make sure uh the patch starts at early in the morning but when does the game actually go live you said
1: so the patch starts the day before on the thursday uh, it goes down i believe at 2 2 a.m pacific uh, and it'll be a 24 hour patch coming back up at 2 a.m on friday morning sweet mercy all right (laughs) which will be 5 a.m our time
0: i'll be up for work because i gotta work a little bit that day so i'll probably still be sleeping yeah, good choice. I wouldn't blame you. I I'd be pat don't worry, I'm patching. I'll be patching at five AM, hopefully. Yeah, you you'll be working and then I'll be awake and I'll
1: be able to have a few hours of playing with the Red Mage before you get back. And yeah. then we can start into the story.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh all right. So with that being said, uh Shin, you wanna say goodbye to everybody? Do we wanna are you promoting? Oh yeah. I guess we should probably whore ourselves out. <laughs> I will promote us, uh, so you, you can do catch it the rest of you, so you might as well do it for us. Yeah, that's true. I did, I did just shout out, like, 87 people. Uh, well, when you're not visiting them, <laughs> you should probably coming and visit us, uh, live here every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Uh, next week, we'll be streaming. Uh, not necessarily, we won't have a show, because, uh, it's it's it'll be hard now, Stormblood launch. Come here anyway, we'll be here. <laughs> now, if we do like if I do a mini cast to fill in the ga- the gap of time between our next episode, I can think about maybe f- recording something which and that's maybe like 15 maybe 30 minutes of our initial thoughts before the launch and not give any spoilers away, like kind of what we saw and what we're experiencing and how much fun we're having and then do a full thing in the two weeks we we'll figure. Maybe we it can out. do a pre-recorded thing. If servers go down on Friday. Could we do that, or Monday. We'll we'll figure it out. Because we'll we
1: know the servers are going to go down at some point during the weekend.
0: Yeah, we'll plan it Just, out. It's a, it's a thing. It's, if the servers go down during the weekend, we'll we'll plan a pre-recorded, uh, like quick mini sode so you guys have something to listen to next week. Um. You can find us here weekly Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 Pacific. Uh, Our recorded stuff you can find on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Um, Guys, we super-duper really do appreciate that you are showing us love um, on Twitter and everywhere else. But you will show us super-duper love if you go to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher and uh, give us ratings, leave us feedback, and thumbs us up. And uh, share us. That's the most important thing. Um, the more people that listen, and, and the more people that give us feedback on iTunes, especially iTunes, that's how I, That's literally how iTunes works, is through rating and like giving us comments and stuff. And then more people find us that way. So if you do like what you hear, please just go out there, take the f- two minutes that it takes. If you don't have an iTunes account, and you use Google Play, go on Google Play. If you have let us know like just let us know hey listen i rated your stuff on google play or hey i rated your stuff on itunes we'll go read it like we don't know like sometimes we don't know like unless we go check so if you have done that thank you so much but let us know we kind of want i kind of want to know if people are doing that it really it really truly does help us we don't ask for your money but we do ask that you do that for us um, you can find us at maelstromradio.com you can email us at show at maelstromradio.com so if you want to send us an email about the rating that would be where you do it you can find us on twitter at maelstrom underscore radio facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio and on twitch the lovely site that we've been talking now for a little over an hour which we gotta get out of here uh, that's twitch.tv forward slash radio thank you all so much I'm um, gonna go ahead and mute Shin and Shin's waving goodbye to everybody and I'm gonna do one of Boo-de-doop. These. Thank you so much. <laughs> Shin blooped. <laughs> I saw him bloop. All right. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this week. Uh, we'll we'll try to figure something out so there is isn't a small episode next week. It's not gonna be numbered, but it'll be like a mini cast. Um. I want to thank you all uh for joining us for the the lead up to Stormblood, and I can't wait for episode 42 because that's the answer to the whole universe. <laughs> so. Um, with that being said, thank you all. Till sea swallows all. Keep listening. And one last reminder about Heaven's Word as we say goodbye to it. A smile better suits a hero. Maelstrom Radio is a production of maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Ben 773. Our outro is provided by SODEL. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.